Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you. Today, hundreds of thousands of New Zealanders living in flood risk areas. A government report on how we are totally unprepared for it. We talk about that today. Also, how long to lock your mortgage to avoid high interest rates, we discuss. And a tackle height is being implemented in amateur grades of rugby. Mike Hester from NZ Rugby with us. Mike was key in developing this. And yesterday on the show, one of our panellists, Sue Kedgley, shared that she had recently switched power companies and signed up with Toast Electric, which refunds profits to help low-income customers. We go back to that. And also this afternoon, McDonald's stops the hot fudge sauce to its... McFlurry, uh, even the police have waded in, saying Sundays and sauces go together like driving and wearing a seatbelt. Have you ever got annoyed when going to a fast food joint or a treat and shortchanged? You know, not enough gherkins in your burger. Text me, 2101, email the panel at rnz.co.nz. Our panel this afternoon, Verity Johnson, newspaper columnist, comedian and owner of a burlesque, uh, burlesque club. Kia ora, Verity. Kia ora, Wallace. Thank you for having Lovely, me. Lovely. Looking wonderfully and feeling wonderfully summery this afternoon. Definitely. It is the first proper day of summer, which Auckland has had in a very long time, and I'm yeah. wearing florals. Good on you. Very good. Also today, Chris Wikaida, former journalist, director of BRG Communications. Kia ora, Chris. Kia ora, kia ora. Now uh, to this first, the reality of shopping secondhand when you're plus size, it's tough for anyone trying to get a good fit sometimes. Jeans, they never sit right for me or anyone, even when you do iron down the seams just right. But Monique Doy is a size-inclusive stylist and writes that shopping is difficult for plus-size women, uh, very difficult for plus-size women. Is secondhand the answer? With us is Monique Dor, who owns, who runs Own Your Style. Monique, good afternoon. Great to have you on the panel. Hi again, Wallace. Lovely to be here. Nice to have you. And a good article, Mo. Monique, did you get a bit of feedback? Because it would be an issue that many could relate to. Yeah, look, it's one of those things, I think, where um, we all want to be more sustainable. Um, and plus-size women are told all the time, well, you should just shop second-hand, but it's not actually as easy as all of that because a lot of the time clothes aren't made in our size in the first place. <laughs> yeah, and also, too, the fact that finding, I mean, second-hand, but also just generally finding a label today that will make a range of sizes, I can imagine, pretty difficult. Yeah, it is a challenge, um, and it's really sort of become why I do what I do, because my ah. opinion is very much that uh, you're, what you're looking for is probably in someone else's wardrobe. So yeah. my clients all send me their clothes, all my plus-size clients, and then we sell them back into my online group, which is called Own Your Style. Wow. We were talking about this at length um, before the show, weren't we, Verity? That mm. this is something that you, uh, uh, as well as many, can absolutely relate to. Oh, God, So what, yeah. what, what happens with you? You go into a um, vintage shop, you yeah. go into a second-hand shop. What are the struggles? Well, inevitably, um, I find something which is gorgeous and everything's sparkly, everything fun. Yeah. It's all up to like a size 8, a size 10. And I've mm-hmm. been somewhere between a 14 and a 16 for like, you know, five years now. And it's only 
really recently that I've seen some plus size stuff come through Recycle Boutique and like Monique you were saying on your article about the importance of um, in Recycle Boutique stores like how they had now have a plus size rack and I so agree with that but um, they only it's only started coming through like maybe really in the last year as people have started including plus size lines in normal shopping yeah. and then they get recycled so until about like 2020 it was just mission impossible really yeah and it's worse it's, for guys it's bananas isn't it because it's yeah. like more than half of us are over a size 14 and yeah we're, we're all catered you know all the smaller sizes are catered for like, hello, the rest of us want to be dressed and, also, and gorgeous like, and the, wearing our personalities. Yeah, there's this divorce between the idea that if you're bigger than a size 12, you can't have anything fashionable. It's like... Yeah, <laughs> yes. Well, that's why I brought it up. And I, I, just think, I just think, Monique, it is a disgrace and totally unfair. And I'd like our listener this afternoon to text me, 2101. And what do you see? When you go shopping, do you find it a bit of a struggle to, uh, to, 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 to get into yeah, some pretty cool threads? What about, what about you, Chris? I can recall, Chris, uh, when I decided I, I don't do a whole lot of second-hand shopping, but I saw a pretty cool vintage 70s suit. I'm medium. I could hardly get into the blimmin' thing. And I was thinking... What were they in the 70s, Chris Wickaida? Well, if you couldn't get into it, there's no point in even talking to me, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't have a hope in hell. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a terrible clothes shopper. I just tend to wait until everything's almost fallen to bits, and then I have okay. to go and buy a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and to be honest, I'm one of those terrible consumers that I just go and get what I need at the last minute with probably right. not a lot of research, actually no research. <laughs> um, and so I probably have not factored in the, the, the second hand or the recycled market at all just because it's just not in my periscope. Okay, so you do what you do and you do what you need to do to get those pair of socks or that T-shirt, Chris, or gosh, you need Or even these s- days a suit, you know, wait yeah. till you know, you the suits, you know, falling to bits. Actually, and just before clothes fail is when they're at their most comfortable, which is, you know, when they're almost worn out. You, oh, you know, your favourite T-shirt, nah. your favourite yeah. pair of jeans and, you know. No. Oh, come no, on. No, come on. Um, there's, there's a red... There's I, a, I, a I hear dissension in the ranks, Wallace. Very much so, Verity. Stay there, Monique, Verity. I, I'm just going to say that uh, comfort is not the point of fashion, Chris. Expression is the point of fashion. I'll just sit in the corner here and whistle in because I'm not qualified for this conversation. <laughs> okay, I definitely uh, Monique, believe in both. Monique, Jenny says, I manage Maggie's Op Shop in Kawaro and we have a plus-size rack for 18 and over. So tell us... Um, is that is that a solution to those who do have vintage shops or do a part of this trade and sector? Hey, don't bundle them in with everything. Actually, do have a standalone rack. Yeah, look, people like to say, "Oh, but can't we all just be you know one size?" We don't want to use the term plus size, but to be honest, plus size means that we can identify that we belong there and that there's something for us. So, if you can create a plus size rack, which is size sixteen up or eighteen up. It's going to let your customer know not only can they shop there, but also that they can give you their clothes to mm. recycle. And that really lets that circular economy carry on because fashion is for everybody. All right. I would also just recommend as well, like when you were talking about reselling on Facebook, I'm a big yeah. fan of reselling on Facebook and on Trade Me. Like that's how I find sure. most of my secondhand yeah. plus size stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you just follow certain Trade Me sellers who have got good style and plus sizes and they and keep reselling. Lots of us um, stylists 
uh, have our wardrobes online and do wardrobe sales via Instagram and stuff too. So yeah. if you've got someone you follow that you love, just ask them, where do you sell your clothes when you're done with them? Oh, good idea. Good idea, Monique. Panel, I was shopping at Hospice Op Shop today, a whole rack four plus size. It was very, very good. Uh, Wallace Rose, Rosemary says, I am 12 and 5 foot 9, and often I can't get trousers and sleeves that are long enough. What other mm-hmm. tips do you have uh, for us, Monique? Because you've got your own group called Own Your Style. Yeah, so um, I guess the reason we've got Own Your Style is because it's about finding a community that's similar to you. So right. that's, if you're plus size, that's a really important thing to do. Um, there's a great market uh, called the Curve Collective in Otutahi. Um, if you follow them on Instagram, for example, you're going to find lots of other women around the same size as you. So I think finding your community helps. Um, and you can oh, yes. even do that in your friendship groups. You know, get together and bring all your clothes that you're not wearing and swap them with each other for sure. Um, set up alerts on Trade Me. I always set up alerts for brands I know and like so that you actually get an email saying when that brand comes in, when someone's got something to sell. Um, yeah, and just, I guess, remember to have fun with fashion. I think we've yep. gotten to the point where it's gotten a bit pretentious sometimes and it's just not <laughs> supposed to be that hard. You know what I mean? It really is about expressing who you are and letting yourself show up. It's not frivolous, is it? Fashion, uh, fashion is important. Fashion is for everybody. Fashion is life, even for the likes of Chris Weekida. Well, I'm clearly I'm clearly even useless at last-minute shopping because I've just got a text that says, seriously, I thought you wore your uncle's hand-me-downs. Oh. Yeah, kia ora for that fire, Debbie. Gee, how about that, eh? Burn. Yeah. Uh, this, is, someone says, this is exactly why I use a stylist. I am between 14 and 16. Couldn't find clothes to fit that are fashionable. She can. She knows who has what brands wear and which recycle shops are the right fit. So, look, not everyone can afford a stylist, of course, but uh, kia ora. Uh, for that. Really interesting, Monique, and thanks for um, being on the show today. Yeah, absolutely. Always love it. Wonderful. That's Monique Doyle, who owns, uh, runs Own Your Style there. Uh, the reality of shopping when you are a plus size. So, very good. Uh, big response to that. Thanks for all of that. All right, it is time for uh, I've been thinking, um, Verdi Johnson, IBT, what is it? Yeah, well, given that it is the 2nd of November and um, I've been prepping all week for our Christmas show that opens next weekend, um, I have just declaring it, I'm calling it right now, it is officially time to put up your Christmas tree and if you want to play Mariah Carey on repeat around the mall shopping, you are absolutely entitled to do that <sighs> from now. This is the date. Come on, Chris, you know you love that song. Tell me that after two Baileys, Mariah Carey does not make you cry. Just a little bit. Two bottles of Baileys. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I sense I sense a disappointment in Chris. Interesting, interesting segue to my I've been thinking. You stay right there, Chris. I want to come to you, but I I I don't I don't side with that. Oh. I guess Verity. Not that I want to jump in and put my opinions on your I've been thinking, <laughs> but um, it, it's what is it? November the second. It's way too early. It's officially time. It is time. Yesterday was too early. Today is the day. (laughs) I I can't stand... Like, it's just... Christmas should have as much joy in it as possible, and you should have every opportunity to wrap everything in your house's tinsel for as long as possible. What's the the ideal date? I think it would be um, November the 25th, a month month before. That's very specific. Yeah. Okay. A month before. That's what I think. It's quite conservative. All right. Thank you, Verity. Uh, Chris Wukaira, I've been thinking... I've been thinking about the C word, Christmas, 
and people <laughs> who who engage in premature revelry. Oh. Because I say Christmas starts after my birthday, which is early December. We've got to get through my oh. birthday before we start thinking about about Christmas. When's your birthday, Chris? The 5th of December. The 5th? Yeah. yeah, so that's nearly three whole weeks. That's not a lot of time. It's plenty enough time. Yeah, I think I think it's a fair point, actually, Chris, and um, not that I want to overlay my opinion again, but I totally agree with that. I but think that December the 6th is a very good time to start Christmas. What do you think, uh, why do people enjoy premature Christmas, Chris? What, what, what is the well, reason? Well, I don't know. It's, yeah. and I made an interesting observation on Sunday that I've got two friends who, who uh, if you let them, they'd be putting their Christmas tree up in September. <laughs> and and one of them got out all the Christmas decorations over the weekend oh, on the supposed premise that they were clearing out stuff and, and just happened to find them, so therefore they had to come out. And I'm like, yeah, right. Um, I've got another one who would put up a Christmas tree not long after Easter, if you let her. And funnily yeah. enough, they're both named Anna. I wonder <laughs> if it says something in that. I wonder. Because don't you see what we're talking about? When, when Christmas happens, really, life stops. You know the routine and nah. the, the joy of life stops, and now all of a sudden you're into this, you're into this Christmas period where there's the pressures of presents and Christmas trees no. and having to do things and root timetables. It's a terrible time no. of year, isn't it? No, it, what you need to do is spread out that pressure. If you start with a good eight-week prep time, mm. the first four weeks is basically for you running around the house, dressing up your cats in tinsel, and then you've got a lot of time to indulge in that. Right. Figure out your outfits, find your Christmas sweaters, and then the four weeks after that in December mm. is when you can stress. So this way you get fun and you get pressure of Christmas at the same time by cats stretching it out. Yeah. The only cat I ever had, and I inherited it, and my ex-wife and I inherited it with a flat we had that came with the flat. If you try to put tinsel on it, you'd have ended up in A&E. <laughs> Chris, you just didn't try hard enough. You've got to really get in there, get in there, attack it. <laughs> That's what it used to do to us. Yeah. All right, uh, very interesting. Uh, very thank you for that. Uh, and do you, do you, do you, where did your love of Christmas come from? Um, is it a family thing? It's a family thing. Yeah. It's a big family thing. We used to make all our Christmas decorations. So I used to spend. Do you now? Yeah. So I used to spend okay. all of November making them. And I miss that, that's you know. Cool. That's, I just want to cover cool. things in glitter. That's cool. So what do you, you get? You get your sort of empty toilet paper rolls. Oh, yeah. And put googly eyes on them and tinsel on them and put them on the tree. That type of yes. thing, right? Yeah, very good. Uh, very good. Verity Johnson and Chris Wikaida with me this afternoon on the panel RNZ National. Stay with us. There's lots to talk about before 5 p.m.